Welcome to the 207th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. I'm one half of your hosting team, Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis! Hello, Lee. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know, I... I'm doing very, I know we've got some guests here and I know we want to bring them on here, but I just, right from the jump, I just got to say how excited I am about next week, about this live episode, about getting together with you and some of our favorite people, about doing this thing in front of a crowd. I'm so damn jazzed. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Me too, it's brother. time, baby. Me too. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, mm. I'm going to go over this week and, uh, you know, make sure that we get the, all the technical details ironed out and, uh, we're going to finalize our guest list. We will confirm right now. Seth will be joining us. Oh my God. So come out and, uh, enjoy some trivia with, uh, yours truly Quizmaster Lee, as well as my compatriot here, Mark Davis and Seth, mm. Seth will be in the house and, uh, we've got a list of guests. We're just waiting on confirmation. I wish we could announce more here. But uh, we're going to, you know, get those shored up. And uh, Kyle Ann will be there as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're going to have. Kyle's going to be handling, I, mean, I, I think, our Rate My Question segment for that round. She's going to be uh, fielding some questions from the audience. So you can come in and write your question down on an index card. Kyle will uh, sort through them. If you uh, uh, paper clip a few dollars to your question i don't know that might motivate your question to make it to the airing of the episode but she's going to pick a few uh, questions from the audience for us to rate at our live episode at ollie's pub this saturday june 25th at 8 p.m in downtown cape coral mm. yeah hot information and now without further ado we have on the podcast for the fourth time maybe third time together Something like Third that. Third or fourth. Maybe fourth. We got Justin and we got Aaron. How are you, Justin and Aaron? Oh, hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Doing great. Welcome Doing great. back. Oh. Thank you. To the We're back together. <laughs> I don't know I why I shattered is, that. <laughs> I think this is the fourth time together. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get you on last time about 20 episodes ago with Justin, but you couldn't make it, unfortunately. So Justin came in your stead. So we're happy to have you back, Aaron, and uh, delighted, as usual, Justin, to have you as well. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, I'm happy to have my wife with me as she's um, uh, more qualified to answer questions because she's, uh, what's that word, smarter than I am. Yeah, that's the word I was it's looking always for. good to have a smart What's person. What's the word on the I was team? looking for? Smart brained. She's more smart brained. That is always clutch mm. when you can bring then. a smart person to the <laughs> trivia team. And uh, Aaron, you're going to be enjoying uh, playing our trivia, especially uh, because you you have not been hosting trivia lately. Is that correct? I have not. I have. Uh, I've was promoted, and it just means at my regular job. I don't have a. <laughs> I don't know if you can get a trivia promotion. Can you mm-hmm. can you be promoted in the as a trivia master? Probably. Uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe not in our. You know, we're we're pretty independent down here, but I'm sure you know there's these larger trivia organizations. I'm sure I that guess. there's uh, different ranks. Uh, there's probably a trivia grandmaster, and then there's probably some secret rituals you have to do to get you know sworn into the higher levels. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's all geography that. questions yeah. that you have to answer to move up. Well, Aaron, since you're no longer. Uh, 
hosting trivia, we want to give your quiz mistress career a 21 Zerbert salute. Thank you for your service. That was magnificent. Beautiful. Just, I mean, a fitting tribute. A fitting tribute to a uh, mistress of the quiz. So now you just enjoy trivia as a as a player. That's correct. Yeah. You're not a player. You just quiz a lot. Mm. <laughs> as the song goes. <laughs> That's, That's right. A way to put it. That's one way to kind put of, it. We act, when did we do trivia? We did, just did a trivia game like two months ago here in Orlando for the first time in a while, and it was a new oh, format. You and me. It was a different yes. company. Do you remember? Do you remember where it was or, or who was running it? Can you give us a it was review? At Lil Indies. Oh, okay. And, right on. Uh, Part of Will's Pub. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. off of downtown. And uh, historic yeah, punk friends. rock indie venue. Yep. And uh, William's Public House. That's correct. That's the, you know, that's its father's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, what did, did we come in third or fourth place, Aaron? Third? third second place, I think. Second no, place. No, third, third place. Third place. Oh, okay. We, we gave all the winnings to our friends. General because knowledge. They go there more often than us. Yeah, general yes. knowledge. Yep. Do, how, did they, really uh, how did they do it there? Oh, gosh. It was. It was actually pretty complicated. There were three questions per round, but one of the questions you could, if you were super confident, you could answer a secondary question. But if you got the secondary question wrong, you got the whole thing wrong. Oh, so you okay. Could, if you wanted to, you could answer could, like, the second build part up of the question. And risk your initial right. score to like double Correct. it basically by answering which two i was parts. like i've never seen that before that's, that's so interesting. interesting yeah that's a good answer to the question uh people have sometimes is like if i give you the full names can i get more points or some variation of that people want extra bonus points uh, for mm. knowing more about a particular thing well, that would be an interesting way to uh you know kind of give those types of players something but yeah i mean that's a that's an interesting bonus feature. I like that actually. The one other thing that was good about it's tight quarters, so you couldn't really have a huge team, which is mm. my pet peeve about trivia having like a team with ten people versus yeah teams with two or three. Mm-hmm. So because it's so tight, you couldn't really do that. There were I think the team with the most people was maybe six, so that was kind of nice. Oh, right on. Yeah, the big team thing sucks. And I mean, you know, on one hand, I would try and tell people, I think the easiest way to break it up as a quiz master is if you're playing with 10 or 11 people, that's fine. You're probably going to win. You have a good chance to win, but you're going to have to break the prize up between 10 people. And so that's a bummer. Um, And it's best to break it up, you know, into one or two teams or, you know, two or three teams rather. So that way, um, you know, everyone in that little pocket will be able to split the winnings. But then you get some people who are heard. It's like, we're just here for our team name to be get called and for us to win. So we don't care. And you have to be like, all right, well, I'm making you split up. <laughs> How's that? Right. Yeah. I had, a, I had a pretty large team like of uh, like, I don't know, nine or 10 people that were there before I went and, and started up. So when I brought the answer sheets around, I dropped two answer sheets and said, how about you guys split up, you know, a little friendly competition. 
And like, I put the answer sheets as far away from each other on the teams as possible, you know, try to <laughs> divide the attention. And then I noticed that they only turned one answer sheet in at the end. And I was like, all right, well, let's see how they did. Oh, they only got one question right of the seven. So not even <clears throat> yeah. going to be, you know, if, if anybody comes up and says, hey, that team's like pretty large. Hey, you know, it's only really a pro- it's, it's kind of like the phone thing. It really only becomes a problem if the team is winning. Then it's a problem. Yeah. Right. Large, and, yes. You want to charge? Yeah. No. You don't want to come out like, you know, just like <laughs> rules overlord right out of the gate. But you want right. to try and motivate the teams to like not use their phone or not have too many players on it. Because, you, you know, you don't want to turn people off and say, that, oh, well, we're just not going to come back. You know, we'll go somewhere else. So it's a fine right. line that you have to walk. But um, we get it done. That's I our usually job. say uh, those larger teams talk themselves out of the right question a lot, too, because yes. there's always one guy on the team that's a little bit, you know, oh, I, I, oh no, I know the right answer, even though they're overconfident. Um, I have that happen a lot, actually, or had that happen back when I was a trivia mistress. <laughs> Once upon a time. It happens on this podcast. We, you know, somebody will talk <laughs> yeah. everybody else into a wrong answer. Um, you know, I'm not pointing any fingers. Certainly not it's myself. Probably me. It's me. I'll, it's <laughs> We've me. all been guilty of it. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us, Justin and Aaron. Uh, of you guys brought some questions, I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Last good. minute uh, scribbles. So Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Only quality. Well, before we get to our quiz, how about we go over our weekly wrap-up? Yes. On Wednesday this week, for quiz number 425, we were at Point Ebel Brewing Company, which saw our top teams awarded free beer and our top point collectors of each round taking home a collectible Southwest Florida Ale Trail pint glass. So we've expanded our prize pools now at both locations. I love it. I love giving out the prizes every round and then first, second, and third also getting prizes. I feel like I'm giving out prizes all night long. It's awesome. Uh, As far as the quiz went, two dudes took an early lead, collecting the most points in round one, while Team Yikes picked up the most points in round two. In round three, Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres tallied more points than any other team, but it wasn't enough to surpass the consistent Team Yikes, who ended the quiz in first place with 108 points, nor two dudes in second place with 80 points, but enough for Wicked Bad to place third with 75 points overall. So something interesting that happened at uh, Thursday night at Ollie's is that uh, we were sent a team of seven from Kentucky. Feel the burn. Shout out to team Feel the Burn who are competing on that evening. And our friend Noble John from our Discord server, thanks so much for sending them our way. Uh, I think they had a great time. We took a selfie with one of the uh, members. So... Uh, thanks so I much. Send for to out. you a team of seven. <laughs> yeah, no more, <laughs> no less. Thee. On Thursday, we had quiz number four hundred and twenty-six at Ollie's Pub, which started with Bizarro World Citizens capturing an early lead in round one. Before just the tips held off, Death Stars are the best stars. Tips beating Death Stars narrowly on a ten-point bonus quiz by a single point. It was a music round, and uh, you know you have to get the artist and the song title for my music rounds. They had three and a half right on Death Stars of the Best Stars, four and a half right 
on just the tips. Very narrow victory there. Ultimately, it would be the seasoned Shiba Inu Illuminati who would climb the ranks to become our top point collector of round three and overall winners for quiz 426. Ending the quiz with 109 points. Bizarro World Citizens in second with 105 points. And just the tips in third place with 99 points. Mark, how did your teams do at Nice Guys Pizza Trivia this week? Ronald Reagan's grave is a gender-neutral bathroom with a sweep, 22 points in the first round, 37 in the second, 47 in the last. Um, however, Fiona Apple's Fetch the Fish Chisel, which was Max and Elise, um, sweeping with 27, 52, and 60, respectively. Uh, but Ronald Reagan's grave is a gender-neutral bathroom, playing at Nice Guys and sweeping the whole night. That's two in a row for them, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How'd your Zoom teams do? The, that's the ones that I just told you about. Well, I mean, oh. so uh, Whiskey Tango did not play. Oh, maybe that's why I missed they it. Are cur- <laughs> I was expecting you to say their name. <laughs> They're currently in Scotland. Ah. That's my Scotland Ooh. impression. Uh, the impression of Scotland as a whole country. Thank you very much. So we had the feeble corn playing in Fiona Apple's Fetch the Fish Chisel. Oh, okay. They were um, on Zoom. <clears throat> they were. I yes. see. I see. Mm. All right. Well, if you missed it and you want to join us for some quizzes, you can come out this week and win stuff. Wednesdays, we're live at Point Ebel Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida for a no nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and bonus prizes. So just categories for next week's quiz and enjoy tasty, tasty food by Yabo Mobile. That's at Point Ebel on Wednesdays at 730 p.m. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral, also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards. And our bonus prizes at Ollie's this week were a selection of CDs from some local bands. We had Bargain Bin Heroes, The Camaros, Swamp Rats. The top round collectors or the top point collectors of each round could select one of those CDs. So we'll be doing more stuff like that at Ollie's in the future. You can use the gift cards that you can win for your overall prizes for first, second, and third place on records, beer, t-shirts, comic books, and more. Please join us on Thursdays at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral. That's at 7.30 p.m. And of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom starting at 8 p.m. As well as on Thursday, June 30th for a themed quiz at Big Storm Brewing Company in downtown Mm. Cape Coral. And as we mentioned, next week, our fourth anniversary live show. I'm sorry, not next week. This weekend, Saturday, this June 25th, weekend. Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral. Clear your schedule. Indeed. It's a live, no-nonsense trivia podcast recording with guests, including Seth, Kyle, Ann, and more. That's at 8 p.m. at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral. And Saturday on July 16th, Quizgardium Triviosa, a Potterverse pub quiz at Point E. Bell Brewing Company. It's our first Harry Potter quiz in three years. From Accio to Zonko's, we'll be covering not just the books and movies, but everything in the Potterverse. That's Saturday, July 16th at 6 p.m. Quizgardium Triviosa at Point E. Bell Brewing Company. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Yeah. Give us some reggae. Is Aaron frozen?
When your heart's not open. Yes, not open. Oh, there, there she is. Go. There she I'm is. Back. <laughs> Mark, have you figured out a theme yet? No. For your trivia at uh, Big Storm. They are going to let me know in two days, and then okay. I have to write my questions. So uh, I think there's there's some voting that they can do on the Big Storm Facebook page. That's correct. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Big Storm. Cape Coral, you can go there and choose between one of the options they have up there. So we'll see how that goes. I'm uh, I'm prepared to do a little digging, do a little homework, and uh, maybe beg you for some questions. <laughs> I, Lord knows I've got them. Lord knows I got them. Deep in my suppository. Let's mm. take a little break, and then we'll come back with our first round of trivia yeah. with Justin and Aaron. Welcome back. Friends, I have a Florida question for you. We just uh, discovered in our break that uh, bagel <laughs> bites were invented in our hometown here, Fort Myers, Florida. Yes. Amazing. They got huge the bagel, bagel bites, bites. Man, all of a sudden. I mean, I was thinking about like, uh, I had a couple boxes last week, or trays, I should say. There's two trays in a, in a box, or at least the box that I bought. I had one tray pack. for lunch, and then uh, I did buy the family pack. And then two hours later, I looked over at Kyle. I said, would you judge me if I made that other tray of bagel bites? Lee, Lee the family pack and of bagel like, bites is meant it. for a family, not for a single eater. I feel like I don't a know lot if I believe of people that. When they disagree. say family, they could when just you mean that you're in a family. <laughs> I think if you spread it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. you got to open up your wallet and show all the photos of the... At the checkout. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Are you buying these for yourself? Yeah. These are for families only. Can I see some only. ID, please? Oh, I need, to, I need to see a family photo. <laughs> this is clearly Photoshop, sir. Do you know how many times my fat ass has seen something that's like sharing size and I'm like... Excuse me, sir. If you don't have a photo <laughs> okay, from yeah. Glamour Shots with you and your beautiful family or from the Sears Portrait Photo Center, unfortunately, we cannot sell you these bagel bites in family pack size. And then you show them your Glamour Shot where you're holding onto your collar going like this. With my jean jacket? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron knows. You look like you've done that before, Aaron. I think you got a I glamour never did shot a glamour shot uh, uh, photo shoot. I kind of was not a very glamorous uh, youth. I'm, don't let, I'm you gotta don't do it now, then. You got to do it now. Then. <laughs> total lie. Total lie. She was a hottie in high school. There's a ton of photos of her from high school. I didn't say I wasn't hot. I said I wasn't glamorous. Just, are you saying that every photo of her was a glamour shot? <laughs> I'm saying every single photo of her is a glamour shot because she oh, is what I heard. beautiful. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's one of those things where someone says, I'm fat. And then someone goes, you're not fat. You're beautiful. And it's like, I didn't say I wasn't beautiful. I said I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> You just showed yourself. Mm. How do you really Lee. feel? Florida. 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 How many circles of hell are depicted in Dante's Inferno? <laughs> Good Lord, it's hot outside right now. That's my little joke. This is really a literature question. <laughs> I think How many circles of hell are depicted in Dante's Inferno? It's, it's seven, it's isn't odd, there? It's or seven or nine, right? Or Ooh. eight. Seven, eight, or nine. I think it's seven. Seven is the first number that jumped out to me. Me, yeah, me too. Seven, I think. 
You want to go with seven? I always refer to them as layers of hell. Maybe it's eight. I mean, they're layered. They're yeah. going into the earth. You know, I think it's like a cone. There are also. Yeah, it, I always when you're reading it, you, you're thinking of it as getting tighter and tighter. The descriptions, oh, I think, yeah. are smaller and smaller. So I do think now it is like talking. a cone driving into the earth. Yeah. And what's weird, I mean, clearly Dante did not know anything about um, Core, geology, yeah. but it gets colder as you go down in Dante's version. Tighter and colder. The bottom, there's like a frozen lake. Damn. Yeah. Um, the pit of hell. There are also seven... Um, there are also seven sins in the Bible. Mm. Mm. So that could be, you know, there's one for gluttony, one for lust, one for coming up with the idea for the TV show Friends. Maybe that's why we immediately thought seven. Hmm. I guess seven. Seven sounds fine. We want to go with seven? Sure. We're going to say seven. No, I'm sorry. How, fa- how far incorrect. off were we? It is nine. nine. It's nine. It's nine. Fuck. Because it was written uh, back when there were actually eight evil thoughts, uh, which the seven deadly sins came from. There was a pope who combined two of the evil thoughts into one. Because I think it used to just be that flat out sorrow was an evil thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have limbo. So eight plus one. Um, the first circle is limbo. Second would be lust. Third, gluttony. That's the, uh, I believe that's the one that uh, Cerberus guards. We just talked about that mm-hmm. on a recent mm-hmm. episode. It's the bagel bites uh, level. The f- <laughs> fourth <laughs> circle, one for each head. The fourth circle, greed, wrath, heresy, violence, fraud, and then the treacherous are the ones that are entrapped in the frozen lake. So, Lee, what you mean to tell me is that there is a level of hell specifically where you have to try and go underneath a ever lowering stick. Yes. That's the first one. Actually. Jesus Otherwise Christ. you can't get in. <laughs> I'd rather, I gotta, <laughs> let you, I gotta go fuck someone. You gotta stay there. That's why it's called limbo. I gotta go. You just stay there. I gotta go fuck someone's wife. So I don't get stuck there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I'm terrified. I would, I'm not going to make it very low. My back isn't great. <laughs> Yeah, man, you don't want to get stuck there. Now, no. Mark, before you read your question, I do want to let you know, we're just doing a little side thing here. I'm going to determine my final question of today's quiz for you based on uh, how I feel about the quality of your selection of questions today. <clears throat> so okay. if I like your questions, you will get a question about drums. But if I don't like your questions... I'm going to ask you guys a question about sharks. <laughs> okay. I just want to put that out there. Okay. So now we cool. know it's drums cool. and sharks. I didn't realize this was um, a test. Something a little different for this episode. Yeah. All right. Um, and you guys can't. I mean, Justin and Aaron, I'm sure you brought great questions. I will not be grading your questions. This is just for Mark. But Ooh. you will have to back him up if he, uh, you know, picks some bad questions. Or, yeah, let me know. You know. Maybe they're good. We'll see. Here's your first question. We'll see what he picks. The Commonwealth of Nations recently celebrated the Platinum Jubilee of Elizabeth II, which denotes how many years of being queen? Uh, I believe it was 70. Uh, yeah, it's it has to be 70, and I 
because I know the Diamond Jubilee was was 60 and I know that because it's the diamond anniversary and I know that because it's the Disneyland had their 60th not very long ago that's my how long was not very long ago because (laughs) my gut instinct was 75 so how long ago was the diamond jubilee the diamond jubilee I think I mean I think it goes with the like anniversary gift thing. Mm-hmm. It's got to be 70 because she became, you don't think it's 75. I thought I, that was, I, I could be wrong, but I thought I read that somewhere. I don't recently. know if they do jubilees on the, fives. on the fives. No jubilees on so. the fives coming up. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Does jubilee mean by the tens? I mean, I thought it was just on the tens. I feel like I have. There hasn't been one. Well, in, I didn't. There was one in two thousand. Just like a party. There was. I know there was a jubilee in two thousand because I think Bono was like part of it for some reason. I don't why, I know why that sticks out of my head because I'm a U two weirdo. And then, then so that'd be two thousand, two thousand ten, two thousand twenty. And it was well, no, no it's two thousand twenty two. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know why I've been invited she, on the show 100%, again. I'm, I don't know things. <laughs> she was uh, crowned. Uh, the, our our British listeners are like so disappointed in us right now. But um, she was crowned when she was in her 20s. And she's mm-hmm. uh, 90. 90. N- yeah, Something. so... Maybe it is 75. I mean, maybe it's 65. I think it's 70. I'm pretty sure it was 70. I'm pretty sure it's 70. Flat out 70. You're pretty sure? I'm, I will stake uh, the, I don't know what I'll stake on it. I don't have anything to bet, but I would, I, I can, I'm very, very, right. well, give me a percentage. What's your, what's your certainty? Percentage? 79 and three quarters percent. So if she was 22, when she was <laughs> what? crowned, coronated, cor- coronated, is that a word? Yeah. Coronated. Yeah. So if she was yeah. 22, then it would yeah. be I'm 70. Very, I'm pretty confident that it's 70. All right. Maybe she is on the younger side of the nineties. I thought maybe she was closer to no. the later side Mm-mm. no she just turned 90 so recently i mean maybe it's just like i'm thinking like you know 25th is like a celebratory year 50 75 100 you could break it down like that i know they use metric system or whatever over there so maybe it's they're not thinking about it in quarters <laughs> or anything like that i don't know what they're thinking or they're only thinking about it in quarters i, I don't know it's 70 are they measuring her her crowning in millimeters? <laughs> yes. For God's sake. Somebody probably I has. don't know. People are obsessed with the queen. We'll go with 70. Okay. The Silver Jubilee is 25 years. The Gold Jubilee is 50. The Diamond Jubilee is 60. Yeah. The Sapphire Jubilee is 65 years. <gasps> The Platinum's Jubilee 
is 70 years. You're correct. Woohoo! Boom, baby. <laughs> Wonderful. Great, great job. job. Guys. That was a great sus. How am I doing so far with my questions, Lee? Was that a was that a banger? That was a great one, yeah. Current right. events question. Um but, but not. But not. I mean, it 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 is a well-known enough event that occurs so frequently. It's not like a one-off, like they're not going to do any more Jubilees or anything like that. Well-known figure. It's a Jubilee it. question. It's not yeah. a, uh, I mean, it is tied to a current event, but it is, Yes, he, they are not the only person. That is, is, that is how person. you use a current event. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I would say to that. Yeah. Welcome to mm-hmm. school, fuckers. <laughs> Sharon. All right. So I was initially going to ask a question. I went through the archives to see if this question was asked and a version of my question was asked and you guys did terrible. So it was clearly going to be way too hard. It was an easier version of my question. Um, So I'm switching it up and asking Mattel has introduced five little sisters for their superstar toy Barbie. What was the name of Barbie's first little sister introduced in 1964? Oh, no. I want to start this by saying thank wow. you for highlighting how stupid we are. Um, I appreciate that. And I'm also going to show that we are we also still very stupid because I have no idea. Justin um, might know. He has a little sister. Uh, hold on. I, there were Stacy is one of them. Uh, Stacy's mom is Barbie's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you're and telling she, me this and, for the first time right now and she's got it going on no Stacy's one of Barbie's sisters yeah but Stacy and Barbie share the same mom if they so have the Stacey's same mom, mom then that Barbie's implies oh, that sure. Stacy's mom is also why Barbie's mom why is the mom? song not called Barbie's mom has got it going I don't, on maybe because Barbie uh, already we'll gets licensing issues yeah uh, Stacy Tracy, is it one of those things where no. they all have writing? On? I I could not have pulled that, but when you say Stacy, I mean that is that's a pretty old school sixties name. Christina, Rebecca. See, it's gonna it's it's gonna Chrissy. it's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy when I hear the other when I hear the names because I'll I it's like they're tip of my tongue. Chrissy the sissy, tip of the spear. Uh, is Chrissy one? Might be, but Stacy. Five. I mean, there's Stacey, so many names. Stacy is most definitely a Barbie sister for sure. Is it the first one though? I think that it's the best guess we have. The fact that you know it mm-hmm. is a it Barbie sister. I mean, I think we just got to do it. The chances yeah. of me knowing the other four, I think, would be very slim. You and right now, names, we're dealing with a I mean? one in five chance of getting it right by knowing hey, that Stacy's a sister. Mm-hmm. If yep. my math holds up, I believe that is 35%. Mm-mm. No, I don't think no, that's right. It's no. not. No, no. I, no it's I 20%. It's 20%. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> Just wasn't Aaron, sure. <laughs> let's go with Stacy. We're going to say Stacy. Stacy was Barbie's second sister. Son of a What? You Barbie. loser. What? Chrissy is a Barbie sister also. <laughs> okay. You know so much <laughs> about Barbie sisters, but not the main sister. The primary sister for all these years has been Skipper. Skipper, god what? damn it! Oh, I do remember hearing that name. So Skipper was introduced in 1964. Stacy was not introduced until 1990. Then Chelsea and Kelly, who Barbie fans think of as one sister. Wait, what? All right. So, 
conjoined in twins or something? In 95, they introduced a sister named Kelly, and then in 2011, she was rebranded as Chelsea, Is like a I Fight guess. Club type situation? <laughs> Sometimes Chelsea and then, talks um, for me. Chrissy. Chrissy was an infant and, and ha- is always portrayed as a baby, like, you know, super oh, small, a little bit. One. The Maggie Simpson of the crew. Yeah. Um, but so my initial question was going to be asking what Barbie's middle name was, but you guys couldn't figure out her last name. So I was like, they're definitely not good. But Barbie have a last name? <laughs> that was the last question. Yeah, it was in July last year. Uh, so... Mark was super uh, close though. He's, you guys never got back to you know the, he. It was it's Roberts is her last name. Roberts. Uh, but Mark was it's something with an M. Is it? And you guys guessed Montgomery, but Millicent is Barbie's <sighs> middle name, and I think that was where when you say Barbie, I mean Barbara is, Millicent Roberts, yeah. and Millicent is Barbie's aunt's name as well. BMR. Boomer. So much, but I, I was like, oh my gosh, they, they, you even, you guys even mentioned in that episode, you're like, is there Barbie canon? The answer is yes. I'm guessing at this point, <laughs> a lot of Barbie canon. You also, I'm guessing asked, at this point, you guys must have seen the picture of, um, of Ken. That was what inspired me. Yes. I think that movie's going to be. I'm really excited about you this movie. Be. I don't know. I think it looks so amazing. Weird. I think it Ryan looks amazing. Gosling. So apparently, there's multiple cans. I was reading I about it. There, there's multiple what? Barbie and Ken versions in the movie. Somehow. Yeah, and that's the first thing. I mean, obviously, it looks very stylistic, but that was the first thing that really intrigued me that there were multiple characters named Ken because it gets you thinking like they've released all these different versions of Ken and Barbie. So, like, what are they going to do with the movie to, like, represent, you know, like, are are there going to be different actors that are, yes. you know, representing different versions of the character? Very intriguing. For, so, yeah, I'm excited for about a it. licensed movie. Ken's- it sounds more interesting than Battleship. That's all I'm saying. As long as it's on the same level as Josie and the Pussycats, I'm going to be it is, super sup- stoked. Supposedly, it's going to be really camp. It's uh, Greta Gerwig is the Good. director, so... Oh yeah, she's great. It's like but, uh, she directed. It's like, it's like Justin goes, "What is going to be Mark's opinion about this thing?" And as soon as, as soon as he knows that I think it's going to be terrible, he's like a hundred and ten percent. No, that's like, not true. It's like, oh, I don't think he's basing it on this. You, I don't opinion, just agree to it. Culture. <laughs> that is not who I, I am. I'm sorry, I, I'm not MTV saying it is over here. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it's it's. No, you're claiming no. You, that's no, no. <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying is, it. Aaron would tend to agree with your, you about your, this same your it, opinion thing. It's like in direct opposition to how I feel. Like um, as, as I go to hate something, you're not the only person. You start going up. Like I, I, I'm sure. Like it, I'm I'm sure you liked Weezer from the get go, but it's like it's almost like no, oh, you didn't. <laughs> No. So it's like when I loved them, you were like, this band sucks. And as soon as they started like oh, I, tanking, in my opinion, you were just like, oh, oh that's these- probably when I started loving them. Exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, uh, you have to find the vertex. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why I'm not a. You guys can both listen to Pork and Beans or whatever. <laughs> Blue and Pinkerton. Blue and Pinkerton are just fine to me because that was not my 
first introduction, my real introduction to Weezer, like, I started, like, Weezer 2.0 with the Green Album and Maladroit, right? So, like, yes, I love Weezer, but I also, there was a point where I made a girl cry because I was making fun of Weezer at her birthday party. That's uh, neither here nor there. That's not a great story. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? 33. <laughs> uh, not far off. In my 20s, unfortunately. Oh, no. In your 20s, okay. Early 20s or late 20s? That's Early. when you get into fights about I was in college. In Sorry. Your- I was in college. <laughs> okay. Oh, my yeah. God. You monster. I have since Give us a, a question. I've since apologized. It's all good. Here's That's my good. first question <laughs> about Weezer's Green oh Album. No. Um, <laughs> oh, no. would have been perfect. I wish. I, I stayed away from Weezer questions and you two and Smashing Pumpkins questions specifically because Thank I know you. that I... Uh, Probably dip into that well too much. Zithology is the study of what? Can you spell that, please? Z-Y-T-H-O-L-O-G-Y. Zithology is the study of what? Zithology. Zith is the prefix that we're looking for here. I'm assuming it's Latin. Um... Yeah, you could be, assume. I have could no be idea. Greek. That's usually that's usually where they pull these. Uh, to think of other on, words. Study some research these for you. Studies from Greek or Latin. Hold the on, zither. I'll, I'll, give me a second. Yeah, don't you tell, don't have don't to tell us. us. No, I'm gonna. I'm, no, I'm just. Yeah. We're sussing. Well, you yeah. told us to hold on. <laughs> well, I said <laughs> we're going. We're uh, sussing. Suss it. Suss it out, so, man. I mean, the zith. Yeah, I'm trying to think of is like, like other things. Air? Any word that has zith in it. Zithromax is like a um, isn't a, a antibiotic. I don't know. I don't if know. They get <laughs> for yeah. um, for your gut, there is an instrument called a zither, but it's spelled Z I. I don't know if it's like um, a lute, right? It's um, I th- if I remember correctly, I think it's kind of uh, it's like a. Um, it's like a string instrument with with mallets. If mm, I if I'm remembering like correctly, like a dulcimer, kind of like a dulcimer. Yes, if I'm if I'm correct. But it's what, if it's, I, what if it's what if it's the study of stringed instruments? Could be. I mean, because a zither. I mean that nobody call, nobody's called it a zither for hundreds of years. You know, you can't go into a guitar center and ask for show me your zithers. They got nothing, but. <laughs> But some dude sitting in Harvard, man, is going to be like looking in his book, learning about stringed instruments. Ziff. What are you studying, bro? Guitarology? I don't think so. He's saying um, zithology. Um, no, you stop talking. Well, um, I was just going to say, do you want the? Do you want the? No, uh, he's a hint. Okay. He loves no. hints. I'm not a hint. No, no, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> Go I'll roll away. away. I'm rolling. Can you away. imagine away. Justin hosting a I, trivia night? He'd be, end up giving him the answers. <laughs> all right, before we get to question two, I'm on I the other side question. of the room now. All right, so whatever. 15, I can't help. 15, 15, 15 minutes through the first, he would ask the first question, and he'd give like twenty hints. And he'd be like, "All right, all right last hint, and then we'll get to question two. Um, I just want so you guys I, to do well. I'm sorry. He, yeah. He, Are you guys familiar with Quiz Bowl? No. Is it the uh, College, it's competitive trivia. College championship or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, but the format of the questions are based almost entirely around hints. It's like the question gets easier as the as the question gets longer. 
So if you answer quicker, oh, you get more points. That's, I think that's how it's structured. That's also how it's structured with, um, if you've ever played uh, like the bar TV oh, yeah. trivia, mm-hmm. where you get a handheld. It asks a question. If you answer immediately, you get a thousand points. And then as the time drags on, they'll take away certain ones that aren't the answer or give you right. more hints. Mm. But yep. the points uh, are less. I love being stressed yeah. out when I'm eating buffalo wild wings. <laughs> Mark, I have memories of uh, of playing that style of trivia with you at the uh, grill. Going out a couple times. Yep, you used to always That's get right. in tr- also get in trouble for going on lunch with um, Mike Mitchell and mm-hmm. uh, some other coworkers uh, when I worked in real estate because we would go down the street to Stevie Tomatoes or it wasn't Stevie Tomatoes, it was another local sports place, and we would play bar trivia, uh, buzz time trivia. Oh, it's yeah. a lot right. of fun. Time. I, yep. I still mm-hmm. am very likely to play if I go somewhere and I see it there. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do this. I think Buzz Time has even like gone on into trivia and like done a bunch of other like technological innovations and bought other trivia companies and stuff like that. Dating apps. But Ooh, a Buzz Zithology. Time dating Zithology. app. <laughs> yeah, it shows you more of the picture you know, and they pay for more of your date <laughs> the sooner that you make a match. <laughs> We'll give you fifty percent off. She right, also likes forty percent off. Thirty percent off. She's got big boobs. <laughs> she doesn't smoke. All right, swipe. Um, so Zithology. <laughs> I also noticed that Zithology is the same as Mythology, but a Z mm-hmm. instead of an M. I wonder if yeah. there's any link there. Like they just replaced it because it's like a derivative of mythology mm. or something like that. I don't know. Like the it words like- are just very similar. Mm-hmm. Myth, mythos, study of Zeus. Mythos is the the root of of myth. Zithos, oh. mythos, pathos, <laughs> logos. That's like Greek, uh, right? it's Greek. Yeah, shit. and those are uh, motivations for characters. I think. Can I call right? Constantine Grimm? Mythos, pathos, and logos. What is that? What are those things? <laughs> Uh, They're mental things. Justin, you're a storyteller. Yeah. Justin has been instructed. <laughs> mythos, <laughs> a character's history. Pathos, a character's yeah. thinking. No, logos would be their thinking. Pathos, no, pathology. It's like their I draw comics about guys dressed up as hot dogs. Pathos is their emotions. Yeah, I do yeah, remember I that. Hot dog. Not really a deep thinker when it comes to making comics. Zithos. I don't know Zithos. I think we should go with yeah, stringed instruments. Do I don't it. know why, but yeah. that's 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 my only stringed. What instruments? are we saying? The study of stringed instruments. We'll say stringed instruments. That is not correct. <sighs> uh, coined from Sorry. ancient Greek, it is the study of beer and beer brewing. Oh, that's a good oh. okay. Zithology. We learned something today. The study of beer. I bet and beer, beer sucked brewing. back then. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> there's a wow. uh, there's a, a new brewery here in Orlando that like uh, brews beers like in Egyptian styles, like, like in um, like clay pots. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. The beers they were the original fantastic. brewers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Egyptians. one of the originals. Yes. <clears throat> Zithology. Zithology, beer and beer brewing, my friends. Okay. Fruit salad. That's my next category for you guys. Fruit salad. Fruit salad. 
You know, at No Nonsense Trivia, we take our category requests from our players, and sometimes they write down zany things like fruit salad. <laughs> Inspire me to uh, to write a question. What kind of fruit salad often contains fresh pineapple, canned mandarin orange slices, miniature marshmallows, and coconut, and is named after a food of the Greek gods? We're keeping it Greek here. What is the name of that type of fruit salad? Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I know this very distinctly because uh, they brought it. We were reading, learning about mythology or something, and um, my teacher brought the ambrosia salad, and I was so excited to ha- to taste this. Like ambrosia, the food of the gods, it must be great. And I was just like, this is just. Fruit cocktail <laughs> I, with marshmallows in it. I was so disappointed. That's that's correct. I'm going to give you the correct right there. And uh, yeah, it's. I think in the mythology, it's like supposed to keep you young and eternal. Mm-hmm. So to have that as your comparison point for the for the re, the real version of it. I, I always I always referred to everything whenever something was delicious when I was in like my late teens and twenties, I would always refer to it as ambrosia, the fruit of the gods. It was like my, my shtick. So charming. Yeah. yeah thank you. Charmed. I'm sure. So we're going to say ambrosia. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Well done. Hell yeah. All right. Mar- uh, yes, Mark. Yes, it's me. Mm-hmm. It's it our me. final question. Around one. What agency of the United Nations started in 1946 and is responsible for providing humanitarian and developmental aid to children worldwide? Is it UNICEF? I mean, that was... I do think UNICEF is I think so. ch- child-based. I was thinking Amnesty International, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's, that's not That's human right. rights. No, that's UNICEF, is, UNICEF, I think, is always associated with, like, helping you know, out kids, kids mm-hmm. like, in, mm-hmm. you know, third world countries and stuff. I-C-E-F. Child Endowment Fund. Something United Nations like International, International Child Endowment Fund. Child and, yeah, I mean... I'm just making it up. Maybe that's true, though. Well, I mean, that sounds. <laughs> hey, that sounds pretty good. That sounds. Child. That's how they make up those uh, words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think UNICEF's a really good. Uh, a really good. Let's go for it. Yeah, UNICEF, that's Mark. Right. UNICEF is correct. Good job. Hey. Yeah. It stands for United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund. Emergency. Ah. Emergency Fund. Fund. Okay. Fantastic job. Wonderful. Pretty close. All right. Very well, good. that's our first that's round. Hell yeah. Hey, guys, we did it. Yeah. Round one in the mm. books. One down. Brought to you by Bagel Bites. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not mad. <laughs> but uh, we're all going to be buying them this week. Let's go ahead Indeed. and take a break, and then we'll be right back with some miscorrections and our second round of trivia. We're back, and it's time for some missed corrections. Missed corrections. Got some missed corrections here 
from uh, episode 205. Oh, who wrote this? I, I'm sorry, I don't have who wrote this, but uh, somebody wrote in Wrigley Field only hosted day games until August 8th, 1988, when they first turned on the lights for their first night game. Many of the locals were against night games, as well as many fans who felt night games were sacrilege. The Cubs still play a ton of day games because of that very reason. It's like built into their history. I think that's a pretty good trivia question. Who plays the most day games in Major League Baseball? I would say it would have to be the Cubs because I think the majority of their games are mid-afternoon games at home. Hmm. That was from Adam by uh, from Death Stars or the Best Stars that wrote in about that. Uh, thanks for that, Adam. Um, Adam going to be moving to Cleveland soon. Uh, so we will miss, uh, him and his partners contributions to death stars of the best stars. I think we got a couple more weeks with them coming out and playing at Ollie's pub, but we will miss them and, uh, look forward to, uh, interacting with them through the podcast from a distance as we do with so many of our listeners. Kenya also mentioning on our discord server, the, uh, national suicide hotline is finally changing its number from the 1-800 number to the three digit number 988 on July 16th. Uh, do you guys have the actual or the the current number handy? 1-800-273-8255. So if you're having uh, some trouble mm-hmm. and you, uh, you need somebody to talk to, go ahead and give that number a call. Uh, after July 16th, though, 988. Much easier to remember. Mm-hmm. Fade to one, writing in that factoid, we came down hard on the use of factoid. Uh, claiming factoid still has two definitions. It's a contronym. It means both originally something that was uh, that sounds like it's true, but it in fact isn't. And uh, now in modern usage, people adopting the use of it, meaning that it's a small trivia nugget. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, Barbara or Barbara Barbie's middle name Millicent. You know, that's a factoid, they would say. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not into it. I, I still reject that usage of it. I think we should use the original version. I think it... Uh, but at the same time, what's, one, what's my opinion in the sea of influence that uh, we all have yeah, you know, over all our language? It's definitely frustrating. I think that it's different for different words, but nonplussed originally meaning that you feel so strongly about something that you don't know how to react to it being changed to you have no feeling on something you don't care because it was incorrectly used for so long that the language has bent to that usage. Um, you know, and something similar happening with, uh, literally, literally now can mean figuratively. <laughs> it's very, very weird. Yeah. It's, 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 I understand to an extent that words will gain different meanings, like gay, meaning something different than happy uh, over time, but it is not something where, like, it the was just. The thing. Exactly. Yeah, yes. That's frustrating. Yes. Yeah. But we have to accept it, I guess. You know, the more dictionaries add these definitions, we, we just have to accept it because uh, they are the ones that determine it and they are informed usually by the people, especially now with the internet, much easier for people to contribute meanings and stuff with uh, like wiki dictionary, wiktionary, I think is what it's called. And uh, yeah, we are in an age of change 
Mark, any miscorrections from episode 206? Yeah, on one, I didn't want to mention it to you at the time. Um, I did know it. You, you made a kind of a passing joke, so I just took it as a joke. Um, but someone on the Discord, uh, Motor Liquor mentioning that there is an F2 racing. Uh, mm-hmm. it is a lower level. Uh, there is also F3 racing and F4. <laughs> I was so it's surprised basically coming to see up the that. Ranks. Yeah. They're going to have, yeah. I think they air those on the Ocho. Right? Yeah. <laughs> ESPN the Ocho, yeah. home of F2 and F3. I'm very excited for the um well as the airing of this episode will be yesterday the Canadian Grand Prix will be going on. I am looking uh looking forward to seeing Red Bull hopefully dominating and seeing Ferrari fall apart a little bit more. I've got respect for Charles Leclerc. I have got respect for uh for Scuderia Ferrari, but uh Looking, looking to uh, see Max Verstappen take it home and and really put it to him, or maybe even Checo for all the F one fans in the world. Do you want to um, field the F one question real quick that I asked uh, my uh, trivia at Pointy Bell? Uh, sure. What F one driver famously uh, did seven laps in sixth gear, winning the nineteen ninety two Brazilian uh, F one uh, Grand Prix? With uh, his gearbox falling apart. Was that Senna? That's correct. Ayrton Senna, mm-hmm. one of the greatest drivers. I actually watched the documentary on him. I, Guys, I can't push drive to survive enough, but there's a documentary on him called Senna. The mononymic which they show Senna. footage of him uh, winning that, and they had to peel his hands off of the driving wheel, the steering wheel, rather, Ooh. because his he was like holding on to it oh. so tight. That his like that his muscles, muscles locked up. Ugh. Something similar happened uh, this past week. <laughs> I'm wow. now going to make this a fl- uh, uh, F1 podcast. Something similar happened to <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, who you asked yeah. about last week. There's this big problem going on with cars right now called porpoising, where they're like bouncing up and down, mm. and it's happening a bunch of times, like a minute. And uh, his Sounds back so was hurting him so bad he couldn't porpoising. get out of his car. He would like had to get help getting out of his car he was in so much pain oh no so that's it's, terrible yeah, it's it's nuts yeah so f1 racing rules everybody should watch drive to survive hashtag not an ad mm-hmm. um also um maradona is argentinian mm, yeah i didn't p- even pick up on that when you said it but an important distinction given our qualifier Absolutely. for pele mm-hmm. yeah yeah um also someone requested a certain someone come back and say hi. It's me, Ray Romano. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Ray's oh. here. We're back. You know, I'm back. Who requested that? Aaron does a great you. Ray Romano impression. Join the party. <laughs> Aaron, come on. Get in here. Uh, we want Ray Sullivan. <laughs> hey, is that Ray I see over there? <laughs> I can't. Ray with bangs. <laughs> Hey, Ray, Ray Romano here. Wow. <laughs> well, wow. It's like listening in a mirror. Fantastic. It's real. <laughs> I, uh, I am, you know what I'm going to do this weekend is I'm going to watch, What's there's that? a documentary called Exporting Ray. Have you heard of this? I've seen <gasps> yeah, it. Yeah. I only just heard I've about it because, uh, How is Phil, uh, somebody feeds Phil. They, the, um, the guy, Phil. Yeah. Feeding Phil. Phil Rosenthal. Phil Rosenthal. Rosenthal. Yeah. He's great. He mentioned it a couple of times um, when he was during this season that just dropped on Netflix. uh, And I hadn't heard of it. And they showed the poster for it even. And apparently it's 
uh, difficult to watch. Um, well, <laughs> Phil Rosenthal was actually on. It's um, lighthearted romp through Russia. It, it was he, um, Phil Rosenthal was on the this week's drama, episode though. of uh, Hollywood Handbook, and oh. they talk about it on there, and that's why I was like. Oh, why have I not seen that? I remember hearing about they it. They should have cast me over there, too. I could have done it. They, hey, they don't I understand be, me like I know me. I could be Russian, me and my brother. Yes. <laughs> hey, Niet. <laughs> yeah, we're going to St. Petersburg, kick our feet up, relax a little bit. Yeah. He said he was mentioning how it was... So, super difficult for him, but it's very entertaining for everyone yeah. else. But he he had a five very out of five movie. Time. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, consider it done. So there you go. There's a little Ray Romano for you. I'm glad I could come back for a little bit. I know everybody Good hates my Ray you. Romano and they love Lee's, and that's fine. But hey, <laughs> fuck the haters. Yeah, fuck the fuck the haters. Yeah. Hey. We'll do Give two thanks. two rays. <laughs> At once. If you'd like to write us with a miscorrection, a rate my a rate my question, or even just a little no note, you write to us at no nonsense trivia at gmail dot com. Call us at one nine two nine three five six sixty nine, or find us on social media six six and give us a review. <laughs> Jesus, <clears throat> that felt <clears throat> all right. <laughs> Mark, you Ooh. want to kick off our second round here? <laughs> I want to do anything besides what we were just doing. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Let's move. Let's move on. Dromophobia and agyrophobia are both names for people with a fear of doing what? Dromophobia. D-R-O. Those are the names for people? Well, they're the both names for people with a fear. Those are the fears. Uh, or the fears. The names okay. of the fears. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, dromophobia and agyrophobia, A-G-Y-R-O-P-H-O-B-I-A, are both names for people with a fear of doing what? Spell the second one again. A-G-Y-R-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. <coughs> hmm. And dromophobia, D R O M O. I love whenever Lee types something in to look at it. I know he's just typing in to look, but it always looks like he's Googling. No, I'm writing down. I'm I'm writing down UNICEF right now, so I don't forget the quality of your questions, Mark. Oh, thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm judging them. Dromo. Um, let's say. Let's say. Dromophobia. Drama. Drama. Uh, Video drama. It makes me think of that's a movie drama. right? by Cronenberg. Or what's mm. that movie about? It's a body horror movie. Video drone. New one? <laughs> no, no, no video drone. It's. I think it was like a breakout movie I think for him drome, in the eighties. Yeah, I think drone is like a sleep it was dream. Like a, mm. Well, I was thinking dromedary, like camel. Huh? What? Drop dromedary? What? Isn't it, isn't a dromedary? I don't know this. A type of camel? Is it? I believe oh you're correct. I've never heard that Way before. A me. dromedary? Yeah. It's like a species of camel, like a type, like a breed of camel. Or, or it is a camel. It is a camel. I think it yeah. A dromedary. I think it's a type of camel, but it could be just type. camel in general. 
Um, and then a gyrophobia. Mm. Agoraphobia is not wanting to leave the house, right? Not wanting to be around other people. Yes. Fear of the outside. A gyrophobia. Gyro. Motion. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Spinning. So spinning. Being upside down. But a gyro would be like against it, right? It would be like the A so means the opposite of, right? Would uh being still like slow. Fear of going slow. That Fear of standing still. <laughs> Fear of standing still. We got to find out what they have in common, though, right? These two fears, they because they both are for uh, used by people that exhibit the same fear. Maybe being stuck and going slow. Hmm. Being paralyzed. Paralyzed. Fear of paralysis. Stuck. Fear of being yeah. Dramophobia. They both sound like motion, even like roller drome, like was, you know, when they ca- they used to roller rinks, they would always have drome at the end. Oh, a velodrome is like a bicycle track, an indoor bicycle track yeah. that has angled yeah. walls. Fear of motion. It feels like it's circle, like it has something to do with going in circles. Yeah. Gyroscope. Right. I think fear of motion. Fear of roller coasters. Oh. Maybe that's the. I mean, the common thread. The, the the velodrome thing kind of just put me off this on this path of like tracks and. A though means is like. Anti. Mm-hmm. Anti, yeah. The fear of not moving. Well, I feel Being like we got two ideas now. We've got like paralysis was our first thing that we kind of settled on. And now we're kind of sussing into like a roller coaster direction. Right. So but the deal is what's the common thread between these two, Mark? It's they're both used to describe people that have a fear of what? The same Correct. kind of fear. Yeah. It's the same kind of fear? Yep. yep. It's like two names for the same thing almost. It's fear of doing a mm. thing. I think mm. riding roller coasters. I don't think we have Gyro- a yes. Gyro- like I, I'm just thinking gyroscope means Gyro- like spinning and yeah. moving. Okay. Yeah. Roller coasters. Roller coasters. Sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> you guys... I, I, Honestly, I mean, this was an eight-pointer. It was hard for me to find a built-in hint to throw in here. Um, I kind of went back and forth, but I decided to just make it a hard one. Your guys' sus was impeccable. The answer is fear of crossing the street. Hmm. Well, motion. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, I'm I'm not being sarcastic. Your sus was great. I, it's just a really, really, it's one of those you know it or don't. I don't think anybody got it right. It was an eight-pointer. Um, it's it's a hard question. Mm. Um, that's, you know, I just decided yeah. to put it in there for a very, very hard one. But it's interesting. It's interesting. There's, yeah. there's two names for it. Um, and, you know, with those uh, with those prefixes, you can kind of get there, and then you're just kind of like throwing a line in the water. What if you, you said, what if you said something like, um, they are a fear of what traversal action? 
<laughs> would people revolt against the use of the word traversal? I thought about just saying fear of crossing what and making it like mm, a four or five. That pointer, would be very easy. I but think. that would have been yeah. very, very easy. Yeah. So, so, you know, dromedary is a one humped Arab, uh, Arabic camel. Oh, mm. Arabian camel. Is that D-R-A and or D-R-O? D-R- D-R-E, actually. Oh. Dromedary. And it comes from the Greek word dromas, which is D-R-O-M-A-S, which is running or running. Run or running. Perfect. Lee, how about if you give us a damn question? Come on, man. You got it. Let's do it. Wait, where's my questions? Oh, here they are. Oh, come on, I got dude. It. <laughs> All right, this is a... Uh, where's my question? This is a 2000s... Get on with it! This is a 2000s movies question. What 2000 Adam Sandler film was the first of the actor's movies to have its own video game? As, are there more? Are well, there hold, hold on. Let's think about his 2000s. <laughs> 2000s? Or no, 2000s. 2000s movies is the category, but this is a movie that came out in the year 2000. What 2000 Adam Sandler film was the first of the actor's movies to have its own video game? Of course, the very fun video game Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> where you yell at a mattress guy. Water, water Boy the Game. <laughs> Little Nicky, the video game um, experience. What was, what was the... Um, I, actually, Little Nicky isn't a bad guess. <laughs> went 2000, though? Uh, what was the one with the where he was like had the kid, uh, Big Daddy? Mm-hmm. Big Daddy's a that video was... game. Little Nicky, Big Daddy, um, Water Boy, medium sized Water Boy. <laughs> it's like the Goldilocks of. Uh, oh, game. is it? I mean, well, two thousand. Okay, is could it be? Well, could it be an animated movie? That's interesting. Did he do any animation? He did that one. Uh, well, Transylvania, 12. but that didn't come. No, the one, the um, Eight Crazy Nights, wasn't that animated? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. I'm not like the biggest Adam Sandler fan in the world. Um, well, that's surprising because it, like it a, seems it like, like a- as soon as he started putting out that one where he played himself and his sister, you would have gone batshit insane for it and been like, God, Adam Sandler's really at his peak. Based on Mark's own opinion yes, about that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm just proving you wrong. The longest yard. <laughs> a work of art. Happy Gilmore? Is, did they have a that, golf no, game? That was Gilmore 90s. was 95, 96, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty early um, on. Um, what about Click? Hmm. Could that have been well, a video game? seems like that was later than 2000. I, I don't think it was. I feel was. like that was like hmm. two, 2004, 2006, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, he did say it was. He said 2000s, that's what I was going by, but he did say it was in 2000. It, it, I mean, well... Oh. 2000 it would have been like right at the end of like his like peak in that those like early 90s mid 90s movies little was it big daddy big daddy water boy just i know this isn't the answer but just imagine for a moment (laughs) uncut gems the video game (laughs) 
This is how I win. <laughs> You're holding history, you understand? What the heck? Uh... <laughs> Uncut Gems is a great movie. Um, man. Water, I mean... Water Boy, the video game available on Dreamcast. I can't I will believe give 2000 you as a small hint, just as a little ago. snack, a little treat here. I'm going to pull a page out of Justin's book. This oh, game boy. was exclusive to the Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color. Helpful. I think we should go with Little Nicky. I think so, too. I think yeah. that's character-wise, he always plays himself, and that was kind of a real, like an early one where he was playing and just a character. picturing so. that shitty voice thing that they do for like Game Boy, where it's like, Papa, he's chicken. He's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I tend to think that Little Nicky came out later than 2000, but I could be wrong. So who knows? Game we'll Boy say, Color, though, interesting. Yeah, we'll say Little. I worked I, at Best I, Buy in 2000. I don't remember this one being sold. I feel like I saw a thing for Little Nicky that looked like a video game, and I thought it was fake. And now I'm starting to think that no. I did All see right. it, yeah. and it's real. So we're going to go with Lil, Lil, Lil Nicky. The Game Boy Color exclusive. That's correct. Oh! oh! Well done. <laughs> there was... You said it as a joke first, and I was like, no, I think that's right. <laughs> now, this is a question that I kind of built out of my own research. I'm pretty sure it's the first Adam Sandler video game uh, that I could find. Um there was a pitch for a Happy Gilmore game that the uh, company put together a poster for that said exclusive to Xbox, but it seems like that the pitch was just rejected by Adam Sandler and Happy Madison Productions. But it would have been a uh, ha- Happy Gilmore video game. Uh, this was revealed in a tweet by Mike Mita, the head of Digital Eclipse, and said that it would be a fighting game slash golf game. It would borrow from both genres to resemble the nature of the Happy Gilmore film and its titular characters. But nothing uh, came of that. There was, though, a Little Nicky game in the year 2000 that was exclusive to the Game Boy Color. I, I was not a happy... big seller at Best Buy in Fort Myers, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, a Happy Gilmore game would be great even now. I feel like it would get a lot oh, of Oh, yeah. Love. I would like the game oh, that was on. pitched. I, I would play that. A Happy I Gilmore mean, fighting yeah, game. Yeah, that'd be great. Had, like, it froze game. a time, and then you had to like time the golf swing in the red bar, you know? Why not? This is information I found on giantfreakingrobot.com, and we're going to put a link to the article in the show notes for that if you want to hear or read more about this uh, Happy Gilmore game. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a, 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 um, uh, a click video game would have been very good as well. That could have gotten very like meta with the pause I never button. saw that movie. I'll be, I'll be honest, I did not it's see It's a click. tearjerker. Oof. Yeah, that one like turns into something you don't expect. If you like to cry, watch that movie. You don't think it's going to be as sentimental? Because it starts Ugh. in a bed, bath, and beyond. And it ends with you crying <laughs> on the floor of your living room in the fetal position. <laughs> yep. And Christopher Walken, uh, also the star of Severance. Yes. Oh, and really? he's great in it. Playing Bert G. Not a star, but definitely. A and big he part is of it. Anyway. very Walkenian. Oh, my gosh. I've been working here for years. <laughs> it's, it's very great. He's playing the Creed Bratton of the show. <laughs> okay, I'll just watch the no. show. I'll just watch, yes, show. Yeah, just watch, just watch it. Just watch it. Justin. Your next question. 
please. Spaceman from Pluto was the original title of this 1980s sci-fi film. It's not Pluto Nash. That was the 90s, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's why I said not. Was it Back to the Future? No. Isn't um, uh, Pluto Nash? That was in the 2000s, wasn't it? That's the one where he has like a little alien in his head. He's. I never saw it. Yeah, what is Eddie Murphy? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A early superhero movie. Is that what you said? An early superhero movie? Is he? No, I'm thinking of Blank Man with Damon Wayans. (laughs) We gotta look up Pluto Nash. Is the question that it's... The Spaceman from Pluto is what you said? 80s sci-fi movie? Uh, Spaceman from Pluto was the original title of this 1980s sci-fi film. The sci-fi. Thing! The, the Adventures of Pluto Nash came out in the year 2002. What? August 16th, 20, 2002. Do you remember that they had... Oh my wow. god, in the, this is crazy. For the, in the marketing for that movie, there was like a giant... Eddie Murphy head somewhere. Oh, well, no, I have a picture of that with my ex-girlfriend. They, that we lived near an AMC and they ended up taking this big Eddie Murphy head and they put it in our apartment complex's trash can. So it was oh, this, no. this, we were pulling into, <laughs> no, we were pulling into the like apartment complex huge, and there's this huge like, Eddie Murphy head staring at us. So Andrea got out and took a photo of it. Terrifying. The budget for Adventures of Pluto Nash was $100 million. The box office yeah. was $7.1 million. I remember. No. No, I think there was like a, a humongous where Eddie Murphy could walk out of this head in like Times Square or something. Oh, yeah. And everybody thought it was hilarious God. and sad and because they did spend a ton of money on the movie and then it Hilarious, but the wrong kind of hilarious. Two thousand two. Right, exactly. That's hilarious right. and So that came out the same year like what, Spider Man or Spider Man Two? Close, yeah. Can we please pronounce it Spider Man? Spiderman. No. Only the no, new cannot. one. Because there's multiple spider men in it. Spider men. Spider men. Look at all these spidermans. Uh, Spaceman from Pluto, the original title of this 1980s sci-fi film. Could it be Steven Spielberg's E.T. The Extraterrestrial? Oh. oh. Could. Starring uh, E.T., the little alien. Um, well, Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And the lady who only acted as E.T. in her acting career. I wish I could remember her name. Oh, it was her only so role. And, and it was I because, if I remember correctly, George Lucas overheard her like ordering a sandwich or something. Like, hey, give me that. Uh, I need the pastrami sandwich. <laughs> And he went up to her and said, your voice sounds fucked up. You want to play an you alien? You want to be an alien? You want to be a spaceman from Pluto? Yes. Oh, I think it's E.T. Large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good E.T. I'm tapping you to be my extraterrestrial. I also have mentioned in the past, I'm sure, the E.T. porn um, that is terrifying. There is a Lady E.T., that has sex with some people, and uh, I do have images on my There's phone. There's a lady E.T.? I, I was going to say, I've definitely seen screen grabs from the one with the male E.T. I have not seen anything of the lady E.T. <laughs> now, uh, Mark, just, really just they need to get those two up. together. Like, just for, just for, for, just for the name of this, by the way, I just, uh, for reference. 
I'll see if I can't find the images on my phone and, and I'll shoot you. Is just They're on your phone already. You don't need to go browsing for them. <laughs> I gotta find it in my folder. phone. <laughs> I don't um, have my ET porn folder. Screen go into your database, Mark. You know, use the keywords. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's ET. I think it's. I mean, I can't. The I, spaceman from Pluto. I feel like I might have read this somewhere. At some yeah, point. I, I think that we could suss a little bit more, but we'd probably be walking ourselves out of the right answer. I think that you're correct. Let's go with E.T. It's not. Wait, okay. maybe it's Terminator. No, Jesus. <laughs> Watch it be Terminator. E.T. E.T. is incorrect. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Is no. it Terminator? I had to, I had to use the, Back I had, to the Future. I had, I had to use 1980 sci-fi film because if I said this 19. 19- 85 sci-fi yeah, film. Back to the Future. You would know you that it's jerks. Back to the Future. <laughs> what? I knew it. Because it's from a line in the uh, in the in the dialogue, right? Yes, where he uh, Marty is uh, above his. He comes into his father's room dressed in the uh, hazmat suit, right. and then you know he's Darth Vader from the planet Darth Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, Aaron, I owe you a huge apology because I was very mm-hmm. dismissive of your answer. Second of all, I was dismissive of your future? answer because no. that is a very dumb fucking title for a fucking movie <laughs> that is about a bunch of people in America staying in fucking America. What a misnomer. What a piece of shit. Well, now I, I hate the Back to the Future franchise. No, no, no. You should like that they changed it. You should like that they saw fair. what you're saying, your criticism before they cut it off at the pass. I think they're good. They, they should get some Somebody credit for Somebody was that. like, this E-T-porn. is not going to work. Oh no! Are we back? I thought we. I never left, baby. Ever since I saw it, I've been thinking about it. Oh, I'm gonna let you just Google it because there are there are videos. This thing. Yeah, we won't put any links in the show notes. You can just Google that. Um, You just Google that. (laughs) If you're brave enough. No, I don't want to see it. There's nothing. uh, There's no body parts. That's from the Universal ride. So uh, now it is Aaron, your turn. Miss Sullivan. What is the name of the band on The Muppet Show? Mm. Or just in the Muppet universe? Lee knows this. I can tell right off. I do. Justin, you know this, right? No? Oh, come on. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I I mean, when I... I believe it's Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yes, uh, I was <laughs> Good just job, Mark. I, I was asking for consu- you know, for to make sure I was in in the right realm. <laughs> I didn't mean to answer for everybody, but I'm glad. No, that's Thanks, good. I, I was, I was, you know, our listeners won't be able to know this, but I was flashing my teeth big on the mm-hmm. the screen as Mark was saying it. So that was my confirmation. Yes, he was showing his chompers. I had a harder question at first, which was, "What's the name of the bass player?" Which I asked at my trivia. That's and the lady, right? The girl. It's the girl. No, it's no. Isn't the girl the bass player? Um, I think the, the hippie bass girl? player's name is. Hey, ask Lips. it one more time. I think ask the bass player the girl. <laughs> I think the bass player's name girl? is Lips, but it's not the girl, even though she has big lips. She's supposed she to look like uh, what's her face? Um, Maybe Lips plays an Joni instrument Mitchell. that needs his lips, like trumpet, though. Yeah, Lips is the trumpet <sighs> player. Of course, it's the only. Qu- it's the uh, only uh, one that. Let's start with a f- I think he's. 
it's a it's a male. Yeah, does does uh, his I name start with an F? I don't actually know. Yes. <sighs> Please don't put pronouns on my Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has uh, another he has another. It, it doesn't just start Muppet. with an F. Floyd has, has a mustache. Is it Floyd? Yeah, it's Floyd. Yes. Floyd. Floyd Pepper. Sergeant Floyd Pepper. Oh, wow. Janice is the lady, is the girl. Yes. Sergeant, Sergeant, Sergeant Pepper's feeling, butt with a mixture of Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. A little something for everyone. I'm feeling good about my Muppets knowledge right now. And by everyone, you, I mean Beatles and Pink Floyd fans only. Oh, mm. Janice is the guitarist. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Your next question. Mal de Mer. Is the French term for which ailment? Mal de mer. That's M A L D E M E R. Three words. Mal de mer is the French term for which ailment? Mer is C. And mal is. Like a. Yeah, malady of the (laughs) sea. The badness of the sea. Seasickness. Yeah, I mean that mm. that is a hundred percent a great idea, I think. I'm 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 totally behind that. Seasickness. Yes. Should we say motion sickness or should we specify seasickness? Do you think it's like it could mean all I of the I think they're motions? interchangeable. Well you don't get seasick if you're in a plane. You know, you get air sick. So, but I think they're both motion sick and it could be that, you know, airplanes weren't invented when this uh, term came to be to describe motion sickness. They do kind of, they are more poetic about mm-hmm. language. And so maybe they, they, they retain it, specific. you know, maybe mal de motion, whatever that would be like would not, you know, sound as good. Just like we're not updating it, we're we're still gonna call they didn't it. Have roller we're still gonna call it Maldemer, <laughs> even if uh, yeah, you're on a roller coaster or uh, crossing the street, as it were. <laughs> if you have dermophobia, um, yeah, I, I think we should go with motion sickness. Personally, sure. yeah, it might be that. an oversus. <clears throat> Justin, I don't know. No opinion. <laughs> Uh, no thoughts at all. What did, Aaron, what did you say Mare was? C? C. Mm-hmm. I mean, seasickness then. This term would have been coined, like you said, before planes existed. I'm just wondering if... Uh, but boats so, existed. So you think you think if we say seasickness, we should just rely, if it's motion sickness, on Mark giving us the, the gimme? <laughs> or maybe it just means seasickness. Maybe they have mal de air... You're right. I mean, I get we can do seasickness. I think seasickness. All right, let's do it. Seasickness. Seasickness is correct. And okay. I, I, now, motion sickness is the same disorder, but I was looking specifically because mare means sea. Mm-hmm. I was looking for seasickness. Justin, save your asses. I don't think I would have taken motion sickness. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Okay. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. But like the Back to the Future, uh, you know, crew, you should give me some credit for uh, going back on my idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I deserve a little yeah, bit sure. of credit for because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Love it. All right. Yep. Sometimes you oversauce, and you got to pay attention to those people like me hey. that are mm-hmm. oversaucing on your team. I love and being that like, Justin hey, hey, said. Hey. What does mayor mean? Mm-hmm. C. <laughs> then we're going with C sickness. Yeah. 
Hey, I'm just saying, you know. C is in the fucking name. It means bad of the C. Regulators. Lee, take us home. Murder Mysteries. Murder In Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which character that shares a name with a fictional brand is murdered after Eddie secretly photographs them playing patty cake with Jessica Rabbit? Uh, That would be, hold on. Uh, So that's um, R.K. Maroon of Maroon Studios, right? R.K. Maroon gets murdered. That's who's having, who they think they're, uh, Jessica Rabbit's having the. But he said it was named after. A it brand. shares a name with a fictional brand. And who but, framed I Roger mean, Rabbit? Which character that shares a name with a fictional brand? Oh, well, is, Acme? Is murdered well, after Acme Eddie. was the first name that came to my mind. Justin, you love this movie. I haven't seen it. I'm looking ever. at my Roger Rabbit toys right now. Can you Give do, me the we, answer, We've been Roger. doing some impressions here. Justin, can you do a Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Please, Eddie! <laughs> That's about as good as I'm going to get. Um, uh, uh, Here's one for you. Patty cake! Patty cake! Here's one for you. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Gosh. Very sexy. There you go. How about this one? What's with him? A dune killed his brother. (laughs) Dropped the piano right on his head. Um, Shit. Uh, With a fake... Well, hold on. Uh, I mean, Maroon Pictures is a fake brand. Well, that's what right? I was going to say. R- RK <laughs> Maroon. Guess, yeah. RK Maroon. Done. We're going to say RK Maroon. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> no! What? What? No. What? The answer Justin. is Marvin Acme. You son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> This is your one chance, dude. Oh my god. I wanted to Can I hear right, your so Roger Rabbit impression I... one more time? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't get shit now. Fuck. Wow. All right. I'm I didn't want to do this, but I'm officially hey. announcing my retirement no, from no, no, the no. show because I we're fucking just gonna take suck. a quick break. We're just gonna take a quick break. We're gonna cool down and then we're gonna come back with a rate my question and our final round of questions with Justin Aaron. And we're back. And it's time for a rate my question. Bye, Mark. He's wow, he just floated out of here. Whoa. Wow. These, wow oh, here he comes. He's coming back in fast. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Rate my question. Oh, wow. That was actually a very gentle <laughs> landing at the end there. Wow, I mean, I'm pretty impressed for someone who just floated for the first time. Yeah. Great, my question. <laughs> cha cha cha. <laughs> All right, we have a rate my pride question from Joel for Pride Ooh. Month here. On what New York City street is the Stonewall Inn located? I might be attracted to someone named this. 
That's the email here. On what New York City street is the Stonewall Inn located? I might be attracted to someone named this. This being the site of the Stonewall Riots. A uh, big moment Indeed. in Pride history. Mm-hmm. I just watched uh, like a retrospective video about it. And I think they even mentioned the street because it kind of spilled out onto, not kind of, it spilled out onto the street. And I don't remember. <laughs> now, the clue. She retains information very well, folks. <laughs> the clue that you gave. What was the clue that I might be attracted? I might be attracted to someone named this. Someone named this. Mm-hmm. That's a very, I don't know if I like that wording. Someone, someone named this or someone that has like. Who wrote this question? <laughs> this is a uh, listener, Joel. See, I don't Joel know if they're trying write, to rate my questions in the past. Described us as uh, two big bears. In our, oh. his appreciation of our podcast. I appreciate you, Joel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that to me means it, it could be Lee Street or, or Mark Davis Street. Street. I was thinking Davis Street might be a. Oh. I I will take any kind of anybody saying anything positive about me. I know that there are a lot of hetero guys who are shitty about that stuff. It ain't me, bud. If you want to say that you think I'm an attractive yeah. bear, I will. I can live like five months on that compliment. Yes. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Joel. We appreciate that. Is that and we appreciate you. Happy yes. Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. It might be Davis Street. I was thinking Davis Street. That's very, very interesting. Um, this might be yeah, the ultimate well, compliment. A clue here, Mark. Yeah. Abs- I, Jesus Christ. I I blush. He's to turning red, imagine. folks. I, well, I'm always red. Blushing, even. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I was thinking at first that what he was getting at was... Like a, you know, something about a person, like Harry Street, right. or you know, isn't there Peekaboo Street? Street? Isn't that like a model from the nineties or something? Peekaboo Street, yeah, Peekaboo Street. Yeah. No, she was a, uh, she was a uh, X Games, like she did, like uh, oh, I just saw her snow, in the swimsuit edition of Sports, Sports Illustrated, probably. Bubble Butt <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> well, I know that there is a person named that. I don't know if there's a street named that as well, but I'm guessing there probably is. I'm thinking just, Davis Street. I'm, it's Joel here we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's got to be Davis. <laughs> Great Cavs Avenue. <laughs> I'm going to rock down to Great Cavs Avenue. <laughs> take it there you go. I won't Out do the fake patois. Mark will. No, you can't do the fake patois, so us white people now have to sing that song going, out in the street, out <laughs> in the daylight. Chance. No matter how you sing it, I feel like you automatically feel like you have the patois there. You know? Well, yeah, that's Eddie Grant. Yeah, um, yeah, we can go with Davis Street. I I don't know the answer. I think it is Davis right. Street. Let's she saw it. the documentary. No, we got too oh. egotistical about it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Now, <laughs> I, I just want to say first of all. <laughs> Because I know how this can be perceived. Oh, no. We wanted it to I, be true. I did, I did not think. Oh, God. I feel, I feel so weird now. What a weird so position fun. for me. The great answer is Christopher Street. Okay. All right. Christopher Street. Might be attractive. Okay. So now I have even more problems with this hint. Yeah. 
Let's go this ahead and is rate what this I was question. afraid of. This is what I was afraid of. <laughs> uh, now, not I Davis mean, Street. Let's just say that for clarity, because we did spend a lot of time talking about it like uh, it would be on Davis Street. Just, it is on Christopher Street in New York City. It's just so... So this must be Joel's partner, possibly. I think... I would rate this question relatively high without the hint, because it is, you know, one of those things. You learn something if you don't know it, and if you do know it, you feel really confident and good about yourself and history, your your knowledge of history. But yeah, that hint, woof. <laughs> yeah, um, without hint, I'll give it an A. I wish there was a better hint built in. Um, I will say that, I mean, to an extent, I think it's something that should be known. You definitely should know about the Stonewall riots if you don't. If you do know about them, I would say that it's not a problem that you don't know that it was on Christopher Street. Um, so I think, you know, a built-in hint that is a little less specific to you would be better. Um, you know, shares a name with, you know, a singer or an actor that was in some movie or something like that. You know, there's lo- with with Christopher, there's loads of hints that you can give for it. Um, with just a question, I'd give it an A. With a better hint, I'd give it an A+. plus. With that hint, I'd give it, like, a B-. minus. Yeah, I agree. That hint is uh, too highly personal. Totally agree with that assessment. Another hint, um, so you could say this is just like looking at the Wikipedia page for Christopher Street. In the 1970s, (laughs) Christopher Street became the main street of gay New York. So you could say – you know, you could add that on that it became the main street of gay New York just to indicate that there is some historical notoriety here uh, as well as besides the uh, Stone Stonewall riots. Not that that's like a hint that might, you know, uh, get you to it closer. You know, I think it kind of adds to the prestige of the question by including uh, some additional information like that. But if you're going to do a shares the name with um, especially with us, you know, I don't want to say you let us on or anything, but that with that hint, we're, we don't know if there's a partner that you have that's named Christopher or if this is uh, related to a celebrity named Christopher. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It could be Christopher Walken from the hit show Severance. We don't know. Indeed. <laughs> what a show. Uh, so I'm going to give this. I, I'm going to give this a uh, PIS, uh, but a negative B, an anti B, because I felt wow. like this was a misleading hint. I did not like the hint. Joel, but, you've just um, taken someone else's B. Yeah, but if you if you if you just ask this straight up as it is, it's a fine question, especially uh, during Pride Month. Um, so thank you for uh, sending that over, Joel and uh, Justin. Your rating. Uh, three out of five. Uh, please, Eddie's. <laughs> Can I get that with his little blubber? <laughs> please. There you go. All right, we're working on the remake right now. Please. That's right. <clears throat> I'll be Cast the voice Justin. of Roger Abbott moving forward. If you would like to write us with a rate my question, or rate us with a write my question, or a miscorrection, or even just a no note, no nonsense trivia gmail dot com or. It's been a while since anybody's uh, gave us a ringy ding ding. One nine two nine three five six six nine six six is the phone number to call. Aaron, yes. How about you give us uh, our first question of our last round? Why Aaron? Right? Huh? Why Aaron? Because it's her turn order. Oh, ladies first. Justin went. Justin went first in the guest order last round. 
You're trying to trap me. All right. Ready? <laughs> yes. What philanthropic institution you was stuff. founded by socialite Juliet Gordon Lowe in 1912? Philanthropic organization? Uh, uh, the yes. Red Cross? Juliet maybe? Gordon Lowe? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yes. In 19... When? 12. 1912. That's 100 years after the War of 1812. <laughs> That's why she started it. I'm just saying that because I don't know the answer to this, and I want to sound somewhat <laughs> smart. Mm-hmm. So I'm just throwing some extra facts in there. Um, <laughs> philanthropic. Low. That sounds so familiar. Let's talk about philanthropy for a minute. Mm-hmm. When you think of philanthropy, what what do you think specifically? Giving money to the arts? Specifically? No. I think of just giving money in general this is the overall philanthropy. And then where that's mo- how that money is uh, devised up amongst the sex- sectors of the world, whether they be the humanities, the arts, uh, medicine, technology, okay. uh, all sorts of stuff. 1912, this is a fund started by a woman in 1912. So, I wonder if it's uh, like the Junior League. Mm. Is that a philanthropic organization? I don't even know what that is. Usually in cities, yeah, there, I think it is. there's like a Junior League, which I think is like a women's organization in a city, and they... Get together and I don't know if they if they try to fundraise or uh, just try to do good things for the community, but or all the above. But I wonder if that's uh, I wonder if it could be something like that. I mean, I I wish there was a hint. It's very very wide open. Um, I mean, it could be someone said the Red Cross. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Hmm. Junior League, Red Cross. uh, Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. um, Philanthropic. I'm trying Uh, to find, like, maybe what would be a good hint. What is there besides UNICEF? There's there's other organizations that are like UNICEF that go on big fundraisers. What the United um, Way? The Endowment oh, of the Arts. The United Way. Mm. United Way. Hmm. Yeah, the National Endowment of the Arts. I think is a federal program. Might be. I don't know if that's a philanthropic organization. And I think it's been gutted. I don't even know if it exists anymore. Do they have a National Endowment for the Arts anymore? Did that survive? The last four years or uh, six years. <laughs> Wish I could tell you. Like, what uh, about like uh, Salvation Army, Goodwill? I don't know. I don't know if I would consider Goodwill philanthropic. No, but see, they're Salvation a nonprofit, Army. right? Yeah, I think they're a nonprofit. That doesn't automatically mean film to me. Philanthropic means your your most of your activity is financial. You're like getting money and giving it away. 
I think the United Way fits. It sounds pretty good, good enough for me. All right. United Way. Uh, the United Way is incorrect. <laughs> the answer is the Girl Scouts. Oh! oh. Juliet Gordon Lowe. Oh. See, I just, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but philanthropic <laughs> organization sounds. On the count of five, best Girl Scout cookie. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Thin Mint. Samoa. Samoa. Yeah, I'm not, I, um, I with like, tag along. They're as called a close different second. things in different. Yeah, yeah. Ta- I think um, the they're called something different. Uh, the ones that are peanut butter with chocolate on the outside, tag they along. were called peanut butter patties where I'm from, but I know they're from. They're called something more iconic everywhere. Tag alongs are good too. Those are tag alongs. I would put Thin Mints maybe at three behind those two. Nah, man, y'all are wrong. Thin so, Mints are number one. <laughs> uh, Thin Mints are good, Mark, but after a few. AKA grasshoppers from uh, Keebler. So a philanthropic organization is a charitable organization. So I heard Mark just about to argue with me about that. Uh, and <laughs> in 1994, the, the Chronicle of Philanthropy what? showed Girl Scouts ranked by the public as the eighth most popular charity slash nonprofit in America. The Chronic What Fools of Philanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> the chronic what pulls of philanthropy yeah i mean when i um, when i think so of- I, I was gonna if i had mentioned that it was it was it started in savannah georgia would that have helped maybe no, um, i mean not you me. know what i will me, say i, think I will say that there are there are cookies called savannah smiles Oh. And so I think I may have gotten there from that. Now, I will say I'm not saying that they're not a fully a philanthropic organization. <laughs> However, I I think of them more as like a young person, you know, like like the Boy Scouts, I don't think is philanthropic. A youth organization. Yes, I think of more uh... as like a youth organization. <laughs> now, if you said what organization was started in 1912, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that, w- I, that was what I first had, and I thought that was too broad. And then when I said, when I thought, oh, maybe a youth organization, I thought that was too narrow. <laughs> so then I just was I, like. Totally feel you. Organization was too broad and youth was too narrow. I feel like philanthropic just sent us down. Uh, it, it's It's correct. But I think that they're less known for their philanthropy than than they are known for their. And maybe this is because I was in in the Girl Scouts, and or because I was, you know, be, it, it gets brought up during Women's History Month or whatever. I just know who Juliet Gordon Lowe mm. is, or I recognize the name and could yeah. have worked backwards from that. I think more more than definitely the name ring a bell for sure. Um, and uh, yeah. I don't know. Philanthropy definitely sent me towards United Way. I was definitely thinking of just like moving dollars around. I would say if you're the parent of a Girl Scout, you're definitely feeling that philanthropy because you're paying for everything. Because <laughs> 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 you're the one that's right, doing it. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're definitely donating something, whether it be money or time. Um, or both. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. okay. Cool. All right. Mr. Justin. <clears throat> All right, here we go. The Colt 45s were in an expansion team in 1962 along with the New York Mets. Three years later, after moving into their new ballpark dubbed the Eighth Wonder of the World, they changed their name to what? The Colt 45s. A National League expansion team in 1962. National I mean, League. My first 
gut reaction is the Brewers. The eighth wonder of the world is their stadium. I have no, no, I have no idea. Um, but I mean, when I think of Colt 45, I think of beer. And when I think mm-hmm. of not guns, which maybe that's the wrong way to go, but mm. uh, I think of beer. And when I think of beer, I think of brewers. But didn't they move to where they were? So the old place was Colt 45. Did you say they moved, Justin? The, the, the team. The team name, Colt 45s, were an mm-hmm. expansion team yeah. in 1962. Three years later, after moving into their new ballpark, dubbed the Eighth Wonder of the World, they changed their name to what? So they did not move. They moved into a new ballpark. They did not move. They Their ballpark opened in 1965, in some dubbed the Eighth Wonder of All the right. World. I, uh, I'm more inclined to go with you than here. I like that. Um, I mean, is Colt Forty Five? That's that's a brand. That's a specific brand of beer, right? It is. It is a kind of malt liquor, right, 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 right. Uh, that was championed by Billy D. Williams uh, in some commercials oh, in the nineteen yeah. seventies, oh, yeah. maybe nineteen eighties. I believe also uh, comic artist Jim Mafood, who uh, Justin and I both fans of, did some label designs for Colt Forty Five a couple of years back. He definitely mm. did. Mm-hmm. I like that. The Milwaukee Brewers. What do you think, uh, Aaron? That tracks. Yeah, I mean, right. that's just kind of my I gut think, reaction. I, follow, I think that's good logic. Yeah. I don't know that they were an expansion team. I don't know anything else. I just don't know what else it would be. I can't think of any team that is named after a gun, which is the other thing I would have thought of. But I think maybe if they you know, decided to kind of open it up a little bit. So that's that's my best guess. Mm-hmm. We're going to say the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers is incorrect. God damn it. The Milwaukee Brewers, I asked, I asked a question about the Milwaukee Brewers in a previous episode. They were uh, the Seattle Pilots, and then mm. basically overnight after the, before the 1970s right. season, they, uh, got, they picked up and moved to Milwaukee from Seattle. The team I'm looking for, uh, and it's not beer, Colt 45s, it is a gun. Uh-huh. They were based, on, they had a gun logo, the whole thing. The Astros? Houston Astros... Moving into the eighth wonder of the world, the first domed ballpark stadium in the world, the Astrodome, dubbed uh. the eighth wonder of the world. I don't know why I let Mark Terrace, he was like, right out of the way, I don't whoa, think of gun, I think of uh, the beverage. Like, you put now, it out I, in I will front say, of us, we didn't even suss on that at all. We could have I will say Texas. this is really interesting. The Brewers and the Astros have a shared history, too, because they ended up shift, uh, switching leagues. Uh, oh. when interleague play happened. So the Astros went from the National League to the American League, and the Brewers went from the American League to the National League, creating mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, new um, rivalries in their regions. So the uh, Brewers could play the Reds and the Cubs, and then the Astros could play the uh, uh, Rangers. But anyway, and that was all for interleague play. But yes, the eighth wonder of the world, the Astrodome, the Colt 45s played three years before changing their name to the Houston Astros. I don't know what you're trying to say that I did there, Lee, where you said I, I tear. 
I tore something. I I did something. You I, took I us told on you. a direction. I, well, I told you, you I didn't know. I you said, laid it down. You said, well, I don't think to be about fair, the gun. He said he said he couldn't he he couldn't he couldn't imagine a team being named after a gun, which is in today's world, of course, no, never in a million years. Yeah, but Texas would a team mean it would be like the Texas shotguns. 1962, right yes. after the expansion. Right, the, the they expanded with the Mets. The two yeah. there was two Pardon teams for and, uh, Mets and the Astros. Yeah. I'm sorry well, for having thoughts. thoughts. It's time for you to be judged, anyway, Mark, because I've been uh, listening to your questions, and I have Uh-oh. to say, please, 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 um, please, please, there was one question that I, I didn't really care for the crossing the street question. Uh oh, we're mm-hmm. getting the fucking sharks. Just say it. Uh, just put it we're out there. Sharks. All right. Well, that was uh, this one is not a rate my question. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know. Uh, what I would do to improve it, but just you know that that one I just felt like oh. we were so close though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God yeah. damn it! Yeah. I wanted drums. I think not just sharks. adding something like it, maybe a traversal action or traversal. something along those lines as a hint. I would God, appreciate you fucked that. Fucked us, Mark. All and the way. <laughs> Hold on. I, I know this wasn't part of it, sharks. but again, I know this last question drums. that Justin asked, <laughs> you just like took us down a path. Like I'm going to add a point against you for <sighs> that, just for that. But mm. I did really appreciate your other questions. There were three other questions. So that's three to two. So I'm going to give you guys a drums question. here. Oh, drums Drums question. That's right. I do a drum. Yep. You, you, Hey, you're a drum man. Little drum. I'm a drum man. In all the bands. Which? (laughs) (laughs) Hello. My name's Mark Drumman Davis. He's not a uh, zithologer. Doesn't drink beer. Nor is he a studier of stringed instruments, which we still don't know (laughs) what that's called. Yeah. He's a drummer. Which drum has its origin in Sri Lanka and was developed into the modern drum kit by jazz drummer Gene Krupa in the 1920s? Let's go, Mark. You're looking for the name of a drum manufacturer? No, a no, type of drum. Type of drum. A type Which of drum. drum has its origin in Sri Lanka and was developed into the modern drum kit by jazz drummer Gene Krupa in the 1920s? That's the that's the drummer that everybody says is their favorite drummer. All drummers say that's their favorite drummer. Well, he was very important. He added something to the uh, drum kit that wasn't there. What drum? Bongo? Mm-hmm. That was developed into the modern drum kit. I mean, well. Oh, no, bongo. <laughs> so the drum kit, you had a couple different drums in the modern drum kit. All right. You don't have many choices here. You got the bass drum. Right. Boom, boom, boom. With your foot. You got the snare drum. It's a drum with these little snares along the bottom that goes when you hit it. Right. And you've got the tom-toms. And those go doom, doom, doom. So you go boom, da, ba-doom, boom, da, boom, doom, 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 da-da, doom, doom, da, doom, doom, da, doom, 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 doom. So those are the drums in the modern drum kit. Now, there are other kinds of drums that can be kind of put in there. But when you talk about what is, you know, colloquially called the trap kit, um, you have the snare drum, bass drum, toms. Now, Sri Lanka, that's in Africa? No, it's... uh, That's in South America. South Asia. It's at the tip of... Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like at the bottom of uh, India, See? I think. Mm-hmm. Good thing this isn't a geography question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an island at the bottom of India. And you said it was brought in by Gene Krupa? 
Yes, it was developed into the modern drum kit by jazz drummer Gene Krupa in the 1920s. I think of bells. I think of like not jangly drums. things. So What's... I think it might be snare. Because I think of jangly things when I think of... Uh, my roommate in college was from Sri Lanka. Um, I want to say it's there's lots of tink- tinkly sounding things on their native garb, even. I'm not... 100% sure, though. Can I hear the question one more time? Yeah, please. Which drum has its origin in Sri Lanka and was developed into the modern drum kit by jazz drummer Gene Krupa in the 1920s? <clears throat> I mean, I what's uh, what's the brand name, Mark, for, like, uh, like cymbals? Some of the... Uh, Zildjian? I can't think it's on... Yeah, like that sounds so like Asian. Well, they're cymbals, not drums. Well, right, but I mean, is <sighs> Zildjian is from yeah, he... Turkey? They're Turkish. Oh well, then. And there by you extension, go. Look at, look so you. is so is Sabian, which the when um, Avidus Zildjian passed away, and you can miscorrect this if you want to. I believe when the <laughs> maker, or you know, the the kind of the. The father figure of Zildjian symbols, Avidus, passed away. His sons took the took the uh, symbol company over, and one of them wanted to change the alloy, and the other one didn't. So he left and split off and started Sabian symbols. Oh, that's so interesting. Interesting. I think there's um, also a fact about Zildjian that they are one of the oldest companies in the world, mm-hmm. if not the oldest continuously yes. operating company. Yeah, they've been around since Christ was a child. Not literally. <clears throat> you don't. You but don't miscorrect that. Yeah. yeah. Um, a long time, longer than you expect. I, w- I would the say thing. the snare drum. Then, I mean, incorporated into in 1920. Yeah, I think maybe snare drum is our best bet because, I mean, think obviously, about like big bands with like just the doom, 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 you know, like the snare drum adding that like because what's that? What is the? It's, it's I guess would be the snare right inside like the the. Inside yeah. of that drum. Because you think of thing, like songs like Sing, 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 which is all like floor tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snare. And I feel like you always see bass drum. All right, fuck it. Let's go for it. We got Sri Lankan friend of Aaron. We've got Justin. <laughs> uh, we got me with knowledge of drums. I don't think it's toms. I don't think back in the day it was just bass drum and snare drum. Uh, we're just going to go with it. We're going to say fucking snare drum. The drum called the Tama Tama, played by the Sinhala people of Sri Lanka. Gene Krupa made a tunable version, which he added to his kit, which took on popularity. And we now see today in the modern drum kit. Tom Tom. Tom Tom, the answer. You know, and, uh, well. Zildjian is uh, the world's oldest manufacturer of musical instruments. It is one of the oldest continuously operating companies in the world, but not the oldest itself. But they are the oldest manufacturer of musical instruments, founded in Constantinople in 1623. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Been a long yeah. time gone. That's how old that this company is older than Istanbul. Is what we're saying. Um, John Flansburg from They Might Be Giants was in a car accident. He broke seven ribs. Oh. Um, uh, well, we wish him, we, we wish him well. 
Um, but it was there was a newspaper article written about him, and it said, "Guitar Man from Rock Band injured in car accident," and so he updated their <laughs> oh, Facebook man. saying, "Guitar wow. Man here," <laughs> letting you know that I'm okay. Was Always Particle Man available for comment? <laughs> no, um, no, I'm afraid not. Yeah, Universe Man was, however. What about the birdhouse in your soul? Any word from them? <laughs> best of best wishes to Guitar Man. Yes, absolutely. Guitar Man, shout out to you. Recover soon, Guitar Man. Yes. Mark, Mm. would you mind our final question, please? I wouldn't mind at all. I even forgot I had to ask one. Here (laughs) is your last question of the day. What is an Aldous lamp used for? An Aldous lamp? Yes. Uh, that's a street darkener. Uh, Takes the light out of bulbs. It's used for illuminating things. I will give you a hint that it is not used just for light. (laughs) I was, I was, uh, referencing wizard people, dear reader. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Because Aldous Dumbledore, Albus, his name is not Albus. better than crawling. I just realized my joke doesn't make any sense. Anyways. Good job. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut that. Great. Cut that. Cut. Gotta cut recommend it. Wizard People, dear reader, though. Very funny. Still hilarious. And uh, don't forget, Harry Potter fans, July 16th, Pointy Bell Brewing Company, Saturday, 6 p.m., a Potterverse pub quiz. An Aldous lamp. Aldous lamp. <laughs> That's uh, used for s- something other than illumination. Do you think it's Heat. like on a... Uh, a colorectal camera. <laughs> used to look no, inside the colon. That was, th- you don't that think that's, uh, the, that could have its no, own that, name? I think that's worthy of its own name. I mean, I'm sure it has its own name, but that's not what I was immediately thinking. No. Well, that was what I was immediately thinking. <laughs> Clearly. That's fine. Uh, we don't have to go with that. What do you got? What were you immediately I mean, thinking? I, you know, if it's not just for illumination, you just think of like, all right, like a heat lamp that like provides something other than just light. A heat lamp. Is this another lighthouse's question? Ooh, a lighthouse provo- provides the, more uh, than just. We had the Fresnel lens a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago. Could the Aldous light be another component? Light, light without illumination. Um, Question one more time, please. What is an Aldous lamp used for? That was helpful. Um, (laughs) Lighthouse. uh, Huh? Lighthouse. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to uh, argue it with you. If you, I don't know, but. I don't want to get dunked on here with two lighthouse questions, getting them both wrong. It's, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I will, I will say, I want it to be lighthouse. I don't know if it's right. It's not. Okay. Um, Whoa, it okay, is. all right. Wow. <laughs> There's a hint on right. the wrong I, I, I'm going to say yeah. that. I'm going to say this. Lighthouse is more. Where would it be used? The question is, what is it used for? All right. Well, that's just. Thank you for the insight on how you would write the question. <laughs> I think that it's it's plausible to, to use lighthouse as an answer. I, I don't feel like that I misunderstood anything. 
You could use it for a lighthouse. But yes, I like your version better. If it was the case, which it's not. Colorectal camera. <laughs> Overhead projector. I don't know. Oh. Overhead projector. So it's inside the box that's on the bottom that is then uh, reflected in by the lens in the arm. It's not just used for illumination. It's used now, to... You've used Projection. an overhead projector as a muralist, a fine muralist crossing the country. I mean, you've updated your methods by now to not be using an overhead projector I use that you picked up at a uh, projector at a, at a uh, relief sale at a school. It wasn't a relief bucks. sale. I bought it directly from a retiring math teacher. Was my first yeah. overhead projector. Um, Work with what you know. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, but in all those times that you were working with that overhead projector, did you? have to buy an Aldis lamp? Uh, every time I had to buy a new lamp, I just threw the projector away and bought another projector because it was always cheaper than the bulb right, itself. Well, there you go. Now it's coming back to haunt you because what if it's true? What if that's what it's called? What if it's true? I just, you never you know, looked. I never looked. The bulbs are more expensive than the projectors themselves, just like ink in a printer. Do you want me to give you a hint? Yes, please. First used by Captain Philip Howard Colum in the Royal Navy in 1867. Uh, is it maybe like a um, a searchlight? Mm, well, what year? 18? 1867. What if That's it's like uh, just like nautical a nautical terms? Yeah. What if it's just like a like um uh a beacon? I still think that's really late as as far as like a beacon. Yeah, like you know, something you have on your boat or like a ship or something to like you know illuminate where you are, but it's not for oh. lighting up the area. It's to let people know that you know mm-hmm. just lights on boats, hey, right? Is it? Hey, one or, what about those two lights that are one's red and one's green on the boat? So you know which side to pass on. Yeah, mm. I think that's what that's for. It's either that or the light that they use to heat up the Arby's goo into making it meat. Mm, yes, I believe in a British nav- naval captain. They, they, they eventually Arby's turned deep history with in the British 1800s. Navy. Yeah, you didn't know that Arby started on a naval ship. They uh, were turning meat goo into Arby's is goo. short for Royal British. <laughs> That's right. Navy. <laughs> Uh, don't miscorrect us joke some, of some, <laughs> some sort of uh i would say it's some sort yeah like uh, now you know naval thing maybe just like some sort of beacon beacon a beacon on a ship a I safety think it's those, beacon i think it's those yeah yeah those, some sort of safety well, beacon we are at a How specific uh, do we need to be we're at a fork here because we all think different things i think it's the searchlight I think it's the red and green lights. And I think it's they what keeps curly fries too. hot. <laughs> let's let's, let's bring it together. A searchlight, I feel, is a I feel like a searchlight would have common answer already existed, though. In when? The 1800s. 1860s. 1867. That's pretty early still for, I think, a searchlight. you got to figure out how to project that light. And you need a special bulb. 
the thing that you're talking about, you got a normal bulb, you put that in there, you got to put a little spinneruski on it. You put a little spinneruski on it. That thing is not bulb related, you know? (laughs) It's got the spinneruski. That's the special part of that. A searchlight to be able to project light. Oh my God, you need a series of of mirrors. Yeah, but right, just like a lighthouse. (laughs) 1860 is pretty early. Before the 1860s. You think I'm that they were using that before the 1860s? A lighthouse? No, 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 not lighthouses, but a. Uh, but I, they had the technology, is what I'm saying. You're not going to get a lighthouse on a boat. What? It, what <laughs> scale that thing down? Of, that takes time. Uh, like a, I don't, I don't know, curly fries. Arby's what's that? What's that law lunch? where technology gets smaller and smaller and smaller? Like uh, right, right, um, exponentially. I mean, it's possible. I think it's a searchlight. I've been wrong this episode. I'm, I'm backing up. I'm backing up and backing right. away. It's I'll, definitely not I'll Arby's acquiesce. related. I will acquiesce. And I'll apologize Lee. if I'm wrong. I swear again. to God, if it's Arby's right. related, I don't know what <laughs> I'll do, light. but. All right, Mark, lamp. what do we got? That's incorrect. <laughs> is it? Is it a goddamn heat lamp? That's incorrect. Is it a is it a beacon? That's incorrect. Is it those red and green lights on the side of a ship? That, too, is incorrect. Oh, all right. Well, at least we were all wrong. The red and green lights are called side lights. The green light is to uh, show the starboard side. Uh, the red light is to show the port side for oncoming boats. Is that the boats. ass of a boat? Uh, it is the sides of the boat. No, the aft, I think, is in the f- front. No, the back. The poop deck the is aft. the aft, right? Yeah. It's the aft. Yeah. Kiss my aft. <laughs> back that the aft answer. This light is also known as the signal light or the Morse light. It is used to <gasps> communicate Morse via Morse code. You wouldn't accept beacon for that? No. You said hmm. searchlight. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I know. I'm not talking about searchlight. I'm yeah, just no. asking if you would accept beacon. No. No? Would you accept so. Arby's goo light? Yes. Now that I would accept <laughs> because the, that is a, a type of Morse code for SOS. Well, I guess we're ending this on a brown note. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> Justin, Aaron. Yes. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you. Absolutely. As this episode, always. The No Nonsense tri- Trivia Podcast. I'm sorry that we can't, can't be uh, with you guys in person. At some point for here. the live show, but I'm oh, sure yeah. you guys are going to have a great time. time. Yeah. All the more important that we can hang out today. Thanks so yes. much. Where can you be uh, followed online? And what can people expect <laughs> if you from want you? You can be. follow me at, at Aaron Sullivan on Instagram, where I am documenting currently uh, the renovation of our kitchen. And Justin, do you want I'm anybody following you after some of your most recent exploits? <laughs> What have I done? You're the one that showed the ET picture, Mark. <laughs> you had you had someone that was stalking you online. Uh, that's a whole. It was. It's mostly Facebook. Uh, they can people can follow me on Instagram though at Justin Peterson. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk as about long that. as it's not this. Guy. It's, it's not that I don't want to talk about it. It's just that there's nothing to talk about. It's just uh, if he's turned you away. Please respect him. Look and leave him alone. Look but for everybody else. If you've got if you don't one have of a those multi-year stalking incident with if, him. 
if you got a creepy app on your phone that tells you when I unfriend you on Facebook, uh, expect delete it. Well, a, delete, delete those types of d- apps. Delete that type of that's app. Not, that's not good for your mental health. And if you're going to comment or you know contact me five minutes after I delete you off of Facebook and ask why, that's already the problem. That's the problem uh, yes, right there. Just accept that's whatever the problem. They say anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Let's you know it's but anyways. It's, it's a dark period. <laughs> be, it's fine. Where can, where can everybody else follow you? Uh, just at Justin Peterson, and uh, then they can watch me regram my wife uh, making my kitchen very pretty. You've also been doing some amazing murals for Jeremiah's ice. Oh, yeah. I mean, these things are absolutely incredible, Justin. I've I've All always over the been, country. I've always been blown away by your art, but these things. I was showing them to my girlfriend, and she was just like, "Holy shit." So yeah, yeah, very, very it's, and uh, big. And big yes, too. very big. Yeah, like sometimes uh, 50 feet wide by 8, 10 feet tall. So Justin, head to North Carolina, so South Carolina big. next week. Got to go out to Texas. Got to go out to Phoenix again. Lots, uh, yeah, a lot of murals, a lot of uh, the frog. Pour out a Jeremiah's Ice for the Colt 45 mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're there. Indeed. That's right. Please. I will. H-Town, baby. That concludes this episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please join us every Monday morning for a new episode by subscribing to No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a big thanks to our quiz daddies, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme and Redcrest Fried Chicken, Tim at Pat's Garden Service, Tommy and Gil. It's Gil. Our team captains, Matt, Moe, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Manu, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin P., Justin perished over patty cake, and Justin M., Justin murdered during <laughs> musical chairs, and thanks to our Rumble Snailskins, Leo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Stephen, Kenya, Dallas at all of my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, Mike C. Mike croaked in a cat's cradle. Mike J. Mike joined his ancestors playing jump rope. And Mike K. Mike kicked the bucket while playing kick the can. Sounds like the beginning of one of the uh, Letterkenny uh, season two or three intros where they did a bunch of alliterative stuff. They can have those if they want. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question. (laughs) Or rate us with a write my question. Or a miscorrection. No nonsense trivia at gmail.com is the email address. You can call us at 1 929 356 6966. 
You can also just send us a voice memo to our email address for perfect sound clarity. Almost like you're on an iPhone, Apple FaceTime call. The most crystal clear audio that you can you can have. And please follow us. I have an Android, by the way. And please follow us on Facebook, oh, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. Justin is always ribbing me for having an Android, and I do not care. I'm Time out. I ripped you much longer than just having an i or an Android. You went and got yourself a track phone after you had an iPhone. So don't even come at me. I've been on your <laughs> shit for years, decades even. And that was a mistake. It was a lot total of mistake. Grandfather forever data unlimited data plan over that oh, biggest mistake. I got a good idea. Made. I don't need the internet mm. on my in my phone. I'm yeah. just gonna have a phone that doesn't work. Android is sufficient. If you'd like to hang out with us throughout the week, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. We also have a Facebook group. We also have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five Five stars stars only, only, please. please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week! Hi, great week, everybody. (laughs)